to Let's Talk PMA. It is a very special episode. We are all here together. We're very excited. I'm Allie. I'm Jessica. And this is our special guest. This is Taylor Hadley. Um, she is one of my coworkers and good friends. Um, Taylor, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Just give us a little bit about you. Yes. Um, so I'm currently getting my master's in sports journalism at Arizona State, Walter Cronkite. Um, I've played every sport under the sun, <laughs> honestly. Um, but my main is definitely basketball. As you said, I'm a hoop code coach with you. Um, having a great time doing that here in Arizona. And yeah. Yeah, well, we thank you for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, it is Thanksgiving week. And so we are going to go over gratitude. I think it's honestly the perfect week to really just be grateful, be grateful for what we have for sure. So what do you think about parents and coaches and athletes being grateful for their sport, for their teams, for the things that they have going for them? You know, it's a very emotional and very powerful thing, if especially for athletes to be able to say, you know, what, I'm really grateful to be able to um, have this sport, have this ability to um, do something that I really can take pride in. And so if we can teach that to athletes, especially the younger ones at the early age and to say, you know, are you, what are you thankful for today? You know, what happened today in practice that really set apart everything else from your day? You know, what are you grateful for? Um, even in practices, you know, even, even afterwards, just say, Hey, what happened great in our practice today? And that just puts them in that mindset of, gosh, I can really be thankful for my team, for my coach that supports me for, you know, being able to accomplish something I didn't, couldn't before. So it's all those little things that add up. Yeah. I mean, being able to just understand that you are lucky to be able to play a sport because not everyone gets to play sports and not everyone gets to play sports at a high level either. Um, and so being grateful and showing gratitude for the time that you are given um, to play a sport is just uh, something that's important in itself. Uh, Taylor, what, what do you think gratitude like means? How do you show gratitude or did you show gratitude when you played sports? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very dependent on each family, each person, how they show gratitude, how they receive it, what gratitude is to them. Um, I mean, I know my mom growing up, she couldn't afford to play sports. She played tennis and that was it because the tennis racket was relatively cheap. <laughs> sure. um, and so she only had tennis. She didn't have the opportunity to play what she wanted. And so growing up, my mom made sure that I played everything and that I had the opportunity to play everything. And it's because that's something that she didn't have. Um, so that's definitely formed my vision of being grateful just to be able to play what I can and yeah. what I was able to growing up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's super important. Honestly. I mean, as you grow up, um, you want to give your kids what you couldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, and you want to give them twice as much as what you ha did have. Um, and so I, I think that's honestly really cool that you were given the opportunity. I played all the sports as well. I mean, I can list off uh, 10 sports that I played throughout. I mean, passionate about all of them. Basketball ended up being my main, but you know, like I was always grateful for being able to have what I had. Yeah. There's so many that um, want to play or don't have the skill or don't have the ability or are cut because they don't have it. And so <clears throat> it makes a difference 
to understand as a kid that not everybody, like you said, not everybody has that ability to play. And um, if they don't have the skill or they don't have the money or they don't have, you know, the support, then um, they can't do it. So, you know, it's, it's an important thing to be say that I can't, not everyone can do this and, and I'm able to do it. It's yeah. huge. And there's, there's different people that you need to be able to show that gratitude to. Um, first of all, I think any athlete has to be able to say thank you and be grateful for their parents. Um, they're paying for the equipment for their sports. Most of the time for the team, you have to, especially if you're on like a club team, um, you have to pay for all of that or the trips or anything else that comes in between parents have to be able to provide. And so being an athlete, you have to be able to be grateful to your parents and say, thank you so much for just giving me this opportunity. Um, parents, I mean, you can be grateful for the coach, for the team, for providing for your kids, for, um, giving them opportunities and helping them to grow, to be great athletes and coaches. I mean, coaches wouldn't be anywhere without athletes or parents. So it's hard sometimes because sometimes everyone butts heads, but truly, I mean, you coaches, we wouldn't be coaches without athletes or parents. So we have to be able to say thank you for even being here. So, Tina, when you have that feeling of gratitude and you're really thankful for the opportunities that you get and the opportunities that the kids get, what kind of feelings does that bring up for you? Like, how does that make your day different or your game different or whatever you're doing different because you are taking on that sense of gratitude and and love or whatever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like thinking about what I have compared to what other people don't have and just something so close to home is something that my mom didn't have. Um, it just makes me want to work harder and it makes me want to make her proud for giving me the resources growing up mm-hmm. to not only play all the sports that I wanted when I was younger through high school, but also that all of that love for those sports created where I am right now mm-hmm. in my college career, in my college degree, in my professional career, in my coaching with Allie. I mean, honestly, what she gave me I'm so grateful for because it's very much obviously shaped who I am right now because that's the road that I'm going down professionally. Right. I mean, so can, you can see just having that gratitude, how it drove you mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can see that, Ali. You know, what when you, how are your feelings of gratefulness? How has that driven you to be a better coach, a better athlete? How did that drive you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would say when I was younger, I took for granted, um, what I was given, um, especially because I wanted it so bad. And I did have other friends and teammates who were given more opportunities than I did. So I took it as instead of being grateful for what I was given, I was mad that I wasn't getting what everyone else had. Um, and so slowly as I kept growing and learning, I mean, just being thankful for the opportunity now, because I would have love to be still playing basketball right now. Um, but I am still thankful for the time that I was given. And now everything that I was given, I can share that. I can share that and I can be even better than what I was given. So I'm, I'm grateful for just having the opportunity, um, because it's made me a really great coach and it showed me what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Um, and I mean, I see the impact that I have on all my girls all the time. Um, I mean, this weekend I 
was given. It's the end of our season. And so I was given cards, these really, really cute handmade cards from my teams, um, just saying thank you and how much they appreciated me. And it made me feel good. And it made me feel like I wanted to put more into them um, because obviously I could have given them more. I can always give more. Um, and so, I mean, even as a coach, it, I'm grateful to have them and it shows me, okay, I can, they're grateful for me so I can give them more as well. Exactly. Yeah. When you're, when you're feeling appreciated <laughs> and feel like, you know, you, what you're doing is making a difference from the people that you're working with or whatever you're doing, your teammates, your coaches, your parents, whatever. But when you're feeling that they appreciate you, it makes you so much better makes you drives you more it makes you i mean think about the athletes when you know if you're a teammate and no one wants to pass the ball to you how does that make you feel you know it makes you feel kind of crummy and no one wants yeah. to pass you, you know, like you're not a good player but if you start if they start um appreciating your value on the team and start talking to you or start passing to you how does that make you drive you to be a better teammate yeah. So it's all in that feeling that we get inside of us when we feel appreciated and we are grateful for all our opportunities and what's going on around us. So we all contribute to all of that. Parents, coaches, and athletes all contribute to that whole feeling of, I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity. I'm so grateful for my team because they're amazing. And these kids are working their buns off and I'm so happy that I have this opportunity to get to know each and every one of them. Um, you know, the parent being grateful for the coaches, the coaches that are doing this amazing job of working with these girls and giving this opportunity to grow and to become something that they never knew they could. Yeah. And I mean, that also gratitude pushes away that arrogance mm -hmm. and, um, how you're brought up, um, makes a really, really big difference in that. Some kids are given everything they could ever want and more, and some kids don't have that privilege. And so that can draw the line between the arrogance. Um, a lot of kids that we work with are more privileged than, I mean, I was or anything. Um, and so that's something that, I mean, I notice a lot. I'm sure you notice it too. It's just the arrogance of, I feel like I should be given more just because I am privileged like that. I'm, I am give, I have always given what I want and what I think I deserve. Um, and so when I don't get everything that I want, or I don't see that this isn't the right role that I should be playing on the team, I have a different role. It brings out that arrogance. So as coaches though, when you see that, how does that bring out that feeling of, oh, they're privileged and they all, they think of, oh, they're being arrogant or whatever. So all of a sudden you guys are thinking they're arrogant. And so how does that make how you react to them and interact with them? Because all of a sudden you're thinking that they're acting a certain way because of their circumstance. So where is that fine line of maybe not thinking that and just thinking they're their kids that that's just the way they are is what it is yeah I mean I think it's tough because I think that as coaches you want to praise and you kind of toward tend to generate towards the kids who are hardworking, who you know don't come from much but are stepping up and really trying to make their way in the world so when you come across these kids that 
just know that they're privileged. They know that they should be given everything in the world and more. It's very hard to want to root for them and to be on their sides. Um, especially when it's just, you have this person, A, who is privileged, not working as hard. And then this person who is just working their booties off. I mean, is there a way to teach them though? I mean, is there a way to break them down to a point where you're teaching them that, okay, I, yeah, you are privileged or you do have lots of skills, but so do they. Mm -hmm. So how can you balance that between the two? I mean, I, I think when I'm coaching, um, I don't, I don't think about the arrogance and I don't think about the, the privilege. I don't think of what they're really given. I kind of block that out. Um, because I don't necessarily think it's important, but it's, it also is present. It's present there, but I don't really necessarily address it or think about it until like, you know, we're here or something when I'm trying to process and I'm trying to think, how can I be better? Right. So I don't, I don't think about it and I don't try to make it a part of who I root for, who I, you know, step back um, from like when I'm coaching, because I try to give everyone the same amount of support, love, whatever on the court. Um, but I mean, truly it's just, it's understanding that everybody has a role and I, we have some girls who are great players, but what they want to be on the court versus what they are, um, are different. Their views are different. And so sometimes it's just saying, okay, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. Where do you think you fit in best? Um, and instead of just making it arrogance it, and take, take away that arrogance, you know what I mean? And turn it into where, where do you fit in best? What, where, what spots should you be filling? So, I mean, at least that's how I think of it. I, I don't really think about the arrogance and the privilege until we're away from it. And then we're kind of processing what's going on. Yeah. I mean, teaching it's, it's teaching across the line, right? And so it doesn't matter what they come from either end. It's really coming from you guys are all neutral. And I want to teach you, I want to teach you to be the best players you can be. And I want to teach you to, that we are a team and that we are grateful for everything. And, you know, respect is where it all comes down to. So everyone on the team needs to be respectful, right? And so building that respect builds that gratitude because they learn that each and every one of those people on that team is important and it's not just one or the other. Yeah. I think especially with coaches, it comes down to boundaries. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're very close with all of our players, um, but sometimes you just have to make them respect you, you know, because we get so close and we have so much fun and play and get close to, under, you know, knowing about each other's personal lives and everything. Um, but I've had times where I've had to set my boundaries and that's when it's like, okay, I respect you. You respect me. I'm grateful for you being here, but you also have to understand that these are our boundaries as well. So, I mean, I don't know. How do you usually go about that kind of stuff? Like setting those boundaries and yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's definitely hard. Cause I think as a coach, you want to be their friend and once you become kind of on an acquaintance level, you kind of build a stronger bond and they start to respect you more. But as you said, there's also a very, very thin line of respect compared to 
taking advantage of almost. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's different between the different levels that we play with or coach as well. When I'm using my club teams, um, I usually have to gain that respect. Like, we're friends, but I also have to say, all right, we're not friends. Like, I'm, we're trying to win this game or you guys aren't playing as hard because you're not respecting me right now. You're not listening to what I have to say as a coach. Right. Um, but it's different with like my younger kids or my more developmental kids. Like um, I don't usually like to yell at them or like get on their case just because they are developing. They're doing their best that they can. Yesterday I did have to yell at them. We had three different games and one of them, I just had to call a timeout, pull them off. And I say, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, this is not how we play. Like, you guys have lost everything that we just practiced. So it's time to figure it out. It's time to show some respect to your teammates, to your opponents, and to us. Right. And, you know, like... And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the end of the game. That's why you're the coach. That's why, you know, when when you give that direction, it's just like parents. Parent, we can't be friends with our kids, mm-hmm. at least not until they're older. because we have to, you have to be respected and you're not respected until you take ownership of the role that you're in. And so, you know, the coaching is the same thing. You have to have respect from the kids that they can, they can know when they towed the line, you know, they're going to be one way or the other. Yeah. My coach is awesome. She's taught me so much. Um, and we have fun together, but we definitely know when we have to get our butts in gear and we have to work hard. And so that's, that, that's, biggest thing about being a great coach is that you can teach them and you can have fun with them and you can gain that respect and they know when it's time to work hard and they know when it's time to have fun. Yeah. I think it all just comes down to time and place. Right. I think for a parent, coach, athlete, um, when you're friends versus when you need to understand who's in charge, it's just time and place for sure. Yeah. So this was my senior year of high school, which is crazy to think about how far I've come now um, and how much I didn't know about this, but it was still so present in my life. Yeah. So my senior year of high school, um, two days before our playoff game, I tore my ACL and was just devastated. Like this was the first chance that I had gotten at being starting point guard. My first season, you're going to state. um, And thrown in was this underclassman who was one of those girls that, Thought that she deserved everything, didn't work hard, but her parents, you know, praised her, kind of told her, like, you deserve this, even though you don't, because you're not working for it. Um, And I mean, she got thrown in and she just wasted her opportunity. And at that point, I was like, I would give anything to be where you are right now. Like, you are given this incredible opportunity, everything that I wanted. But here you are throwing it away because you're not grateful for it. Yeah. Um, and so that, I mean, that bugged me forever. And it was just like, you don't know the opportunity that you're being given right now compared to somebody who literally cannot perform like that right now. So, yeah, that I was rough. <laughs> I a thousand percent understand that. I think injuries, I think major injuries in sports is like the biggest reality check you could ever get. especially when it comes to gratitude Mm -hmm. it really shows you like okay was I taking advantage or was I truly working my hardest yeah I mean I had that same thing happen to me my last year in college I got hurt 
Um, had to have surgery. I worked my butt off to get ready in time for season. Um, season was postponed from COVID, so I was given extra time to recover. And I recovered. I was there. I was at every practice. I was at every game, whether I could play or not. And sat the bench. And, you know, girls were given opportunities when I was out there still busting my butt trying to um, do my best and because I wanted to be there and I wanted to win and I wanted to help my team, but I wasn't given the opportunities because I got hurt and other girls took advantage of it because they were praised and they were those favorite coaches, pet kind of things. And that's just kind of how it works sometimes. And that happens a lot in sports. Um, But I don't think that staying true to yourself and staying grateful um, and understanding that you still do have to work hard, even if you aren't given the privilege of always being the starter, always getting everything that you want. I don't think that's something that should discourage you. Like I dealt with that throughout my time playing basketball and it was something that I chose to let drive me instead of letting it bring me down. And of course it was hard. Of course I was sad and upset a lot, but I mean, it only made me want to work harder. And I think that everybody should just take it and make it drive you, like make it, make yourself more determined to be even better than make them put you in the game. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm sure you could probably relate as an injured player. It taught me to be way more grateful than I ever was yeah. because basketball got taken from me when I didn't think that it would. I got cut short. I thought that I had more time and just like that, I never played competitively again. And so it's really allowed me though, to be able to, especially in a coaching position, push that forward and tell the girls like, you are so lucky. Take this in. Yeah. Be grateful for where you are. Be grateful for every little win you're given right now. Even if you're not playing, just be grateful that you're out here. Be grateful that you're healthy. Yeah. You're with your friends, you know? And so it's definitely, it's allowed me to kind of reinforce gratefulness within the younger generation of athletes. Yeah, sure. yeah definitely. Awesome. Definitely. It's, yeah, definitely. Like you said, it's, it's, it's kind of that you could be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One of those things, you know? And so just to be able to teach them that, you know, they take it for granted because they think, you know, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so little, little do they know that it could happen to them. And um, so if they are really taught at a young age to appreciate and be grateful for all of the opportunities that they're being presented right now, uh, it means it will mean so much more later. Um, they, maybe they'll get hurt later, but they can say, I learned to be grateful for all the opportunities that I got up to here. Mm-hmm. And that this is going to push me to work harder because I know how important it is. Yeah. And I mean, practicing it, how can, how can we really practice gratitude? And it seems something that just should just come naturally, but there are ways that we can practice. And with Thanksgiving coming up, this is the perfect opportunity to practice. Um, Taylor, how do you like to practice gratitude? Man, I feel like gratitude to me comes forth the most when I'm with my family or the most when I'm with people that I love. Um, Honestly, like, I don't, I don't do anything in specific that's like, I'm going to sit down and write how thankful I am, but I will definitely be the kind of person who will sit at a dinner table, sit in the living room, just kind of look around, 
and be like, man, like this is my life. I'm with my family, with the people I love. We're having fun. We're just sitting here. And that's how my thankfulness comes out. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a perfect way. I do that too. Whenever I'm home, I'm just, oh, thank, mm-hmm. thank God I'm here. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be with family. And you can write notes, write a note. Like, I mean, I am thankful for every time I get a note from my kids. It helps me to know that I'm doing my job. It makes me grateful for them and grateful for the opportunity that I have to um, keep working with them and keep um, helping them grow. So, I mean, do the little things, write a note to your parents, to your coaches, to your teammates, Um, do something special. Do something just a little bit over the top that just shows how thankful that you are for um, this Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Any other ways that you like to practice one? And, you know, just the same things you guys said, you know, taking a step back as a parent, you know, sometimes we take take for granted that, you know, we're pushing our kids, we're getting them where they need to be, we're providing, and, you know, the money, the you know, resources, the coaching, whatever it is. And so sometimes we take for granted that, gosh, if we really step back, how thankful should we be that we have the opportunity to have the money to get our kids to do whatever they want to do? Or that we, you know, my kid has a great coach or has the opportunities that they have. So as a parent, really stepping back and just saying, gosh, you know, my kids are awesome because I'm able to provide that for them. And that's pretty awesome because not everyone can do that. So um, not to be arrogant in an arrogant way of I'm awesome, but in in a way that's very appreciative. Like my life is pretty great. And because that I am able to provide my kids with this opportunity. That's amazing. And because of that, they have, awesome coaches, they have awesome teammates, and I can support them in that. And number one, I can support them. Yeah, I mean, it can be as simple as a high five, a hug, yeah, a peace, you know, a thank you, anything. Like, it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just, just a hug or a high five can be a thank you enough, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, so. so take time this week, to practice being thankful. Tell your family you're thankful for them. Tell your teammates you're thankful for them, your coaches, anybody else who is there um, supporting you, and just let them know how grateful that you are for them. Taylin, thank you so yes, much. Thank for you being for having me. <laughs> of course. So glad that um, we're all together this week. I'm very thankful as Ali's mom to have the opportunity to come over this week and spend some time with her and winter and just be able to record our podcast and to get some extra work done this week together. So it's pretty special from my standpoint too. Very, very special. I'm definitely thankful even just to be able to do this, to do this podcast. Not everyone gets to do it. Not everyone gets to have great people to do it with. Um, So thank you guys. Thank you for watching. Um, again, we do have our work workbook coming out soon. Um, by the first of the year, we should have it out. We're finishing up our editing. We're very, very excited about it. Um, so please be on the lookout for that. Don't forget to give us a like and subscribe. 
Um, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for watching. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.